When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. I'm Joe Rooney and I played Father Damo. And I'm Patrick McDonald and I played Owen McLove. And this is Talking Ted, a show about the memories, stories and insights into what has made Father Ted the golden cleric of Irish TV shows. In this episode, we're going to be watching the episode Entertaining Father Stone. And we'll be talking to Michael Redmond, who played the part of Father Stone. But uh, let's just go through. This is Arthur Matthews' favourite episode of Father Ted. Is it? Apparently it is, yeah. I love it as well. Yeah, it is uh, amazing. Because we've all known Father Stones. Especially if you're living in the country, there'd be fellas who just drop in and you have to let them in and give them a cup of tea. That's right. And then they just sit there. I love the start uh, with the jigsaw and Dougal cutting the piece. That was a, a really inspired moment. <laughs> I think Arden might have uh, improvised some of these. You know, where he, uh, he's on the phone and he just drops it down without putting it back on the thing. That was just improvised. Ah, I love that. Yeah. The wishes are brilliant. <laughs> That's right. Quite a big car. And, a... and again, it says a lot about Ireland and our expectations. We had low expectations. Yeah, 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 yeah. For ourselves. <laughs> You know, it's God. just Ireland, so we're, we're just grand. Yeah, yeah gotta be yeah. grand. I'm grand. That is what we everyone says in Ireland. We're grand. It's grand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can't be. It means it's not that good. It's never yeah. very good. But you can't be wishing for too much. No. Yeah. No. It's the cup. That'd be great. In most episodes, you just did it. Just cut to the titles and. I don't know, actually. Yes, a there's good a good question. Yeah, we'll find out uh, as we go through the series. Yeah. Well, the first episode didn't have it. It just cut to the right, yeah, went from yeah, the Titans yeah. in. Uh, also, it cut straight. That's why they had it. So, Fatherstone is in the first. Oh, that's why they need that little bit at the beginning just to. Because right. Fatherstone is straight in there, yeah, and the yeah, board yeah. and, and they're not yeah. speaking. His yeah. face, what a great mustache! Absolutely, yeah. It's just, I d- would die to be for a mustache like that. Yeah. I remember mm. Michael was uh, uh, like, I really liked his style. I know we said in the first episode we mentioned for Kevin McAleer, and I forgot mm. to mention Michael. No, Michael was a very big name at the time and uh, on RTE a lot and a lot on British cha- channels quite a bit doing stand up. I was very deadpan, quite mm-hmm. surreal, and we thought he was brilliant. Yeah. So I knew who he was when this w- went out. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And uh, he had some great one liners. In fact, one of them was robbed. He had that one line, people often say to me, what are you doing in my garden? And it was a brilliant gag when you look at him. He's just standing there yeah. in a Mac. Yeah. But it was robbed by that uh, fellow. Oh, Joe Pasquale. Yeah. And Joe that was Pasquale. a big thing. Stuart Lee then had a mm. you know whole routine about that then. Mm. Your man nicking his material. That's right, yeah. And he also had done work with Dermot Morgan. He knew Dermot Morgan. They're a bit 
the same age. That's right. And yeah. he'd been on those uh, uh, the the live mic doing the hidden camera. Michael's in quite a few of those. Right. Yeah. Uh, scenes. It's funny because when I first saw Michael Redmond as a stand-up, I didn't, I didn't recognise him from doing all that stuff with, with Dermot Morgan. I yeah. saw him as a new comedian. Yeah, Dougal fell. There was quite a few falls mm. when I was in it. They had a mat and you had to be trained to fall. They had to, there was a stuntman Yeah, showed you how to fall down your knee. Yeah, I've had that. Not on Father Ted, but on Killing Scully. Something really ridiculous. Yeah. They'd bring a stuntman in, like oh yeah. Just... I think what are you doing here? I know to fall. Yeah, yeah, paying you, and you get paid more than I am as an actor. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, was it the stunt guy who did the mission? Then was telling you how to fall down on your knee. <laughs> Can you imagine he'd done the mission and now he's just teaching you how to? That's right. Yeah, just... Robert De Niro falling out of a tree on the <laughs> Amazon, and then he's oh, you me falling off a bar stool. <laughs> Bit of a calm down. Yeah, and um. Here's Mrs. Doyle. That was yeah. very quick. Uh, she didn't have much to do. Mm. On, on this episode. Yeah. I think we should have a lot of silences in this episode. <laughs> just in honour of Father. Yeah, Stone. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm very polite though. Some people I think, in, in, in Germany I'd say, if someone came to your house and was very, very boring, mm. they'd tell you in no uncertain terms that you're boring and they don't want to do stuff. And probably Americans Don't would, would, wouldn't sit mm. there politely. But in Ireland, my God, we do. I do. Mm. You know, put up with, you know, people like that mm. who bore you solidly on a train or whatever. And too polite to put in my earphones or. Yeah. Nowadays we have our smartphones and, and you just ignore people. But yeah, in the old days. I mean, we used to have a guy in uh, Kerry, a fellow from Kerry who'd come around and we couldn't understand him. And he'd come in. And he'd, he'd sit in the house for an hour and you would just go, yeah, that's right. That's right, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we never, I never understood. Yeah. And sometimes you'd be asking a question and you weren't given the right answer. Yeah. I was just going, yes, you're right. Yeah. And he'd repeat whatever he said. I remember um, a few people I knew who were just very boring. And uh, one guy in particular was in a flat I was in and he was telling me a story and I fell asleep. And I woke up and he was still telling it. Just and uh, I, <laughs> I remember uh, sitting. Someone visited us, uh, and I was there with my wife. <laughs> just really boring woman, and I fell asleep. <laughs> Had to be nudged awake, and they don't. I think she noticed now, but uh, uh, yeah. But we're very polite. We can't tell people to shit. I think my father was very boring. Oh really? Yeah. Tell he, me, Joe. He well, I know we used to visit other families, and I just uh, l- listened to him talking to the man of the other family and. He'd just come out with awful bland stuff. And the other fella would be going. He, he, people used to call him Mai. His name is Michael. And uh, the other fella would be going, He did Mai. He did Mai. Oh, it is Mai. It is Mai. She did Mai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's terrible. Yeah, He's a great man, my father. But yeah. I, I know. Yeah. But we, you know, a lot of people in Ireland weren't socialised very well. We lived in rural communities and people were isolated. Mm. You know, you just lived on the farm. You wouldn't see anyone all week, maybe, only the cattle. Yeah. And yeah, so you just yeah. didn't have the social skills then when you went to visit someone. Or yeah. Yeah. Just didn't have the, yeah. We weren't trained yeah. that way. And we're not confident like Americans who no. say anything, you know, no no uh, sort of filter or guard like that, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. You spend a lot of time on his own just working on the farm and then you expect it to... Be the life and soul of the party yeah. then. A bit of crack. There's the uh, scene with the um, where Jack throws Ted out of the window. 
with the uh, American football gear on, isn't that it? He's asking about Father Begley. Yeah, we yeah, do that yeah. a lot. What age? He'd be a good age. Oh, that yeah, was constant. Yeah. He must be eighty now. Must right? be eighty. Mm-hmm. He'd be seventy-four in June. Would he now? Would he? Yeah, Father Ted is waking up, Father Jack, and he's in the yeah he's in the gear because he knows it's going to be trouble. Yeah, mm. great surreal bits. We never see the. Um, window being fixed or anything like that it's just you cut to the next scene and it's yeah. everything's normal again and you know the telly could smash and the telly's back to normal and we never question that <laughs> I know. brilliant so that yeah. would be probably the stunt man I'm sure that was that's right yeah Dermot and Morgan. there'd be a glazer on the island this small island there'd be someone to come out and fix your window for you very quickly <laughs> We're now going to chat to Michael Redmond, who played Father Stone. A uh, friend, in inverted commas, of Father Ted, who comes to visit him. Yeah, a uh, fellow who says nothing. And uh, do you know people like that? I, I... I kind of do, but I'm afraid to say it. <laughs> so are they. Yeah, absolutely. I'm probably Father Stone. What was the name of the episode, actually? It was called Entertaining Father Stone. Of course, I think it was, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Was there some, and there was some play called Entertaining. It was a Joe Orton play. Or yeah, a Joe Orton yeah. play from the sixties. Very clever. I mm-hmm. think most of the uh, episodes were plays on films or or songs. Even chirpy, chirpy beep, yeah, beep, 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 which is yeah. a play on the lyric. Yeah. Uh, woke up this morning and my mama, isn't it? Ooh, chirpy, chirpy, cheap, cheap. Middle of the road, nineteen seventy-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> number one, written by. I, I can what tell it? you this. Yeah. Okay. Rain Man here. One of the greats. Anyway, um, so uh, Michael, uh, what were you doing at at the time that that uh, Father Ted started out? Well, it was. Um, I, th- I think the reason I got the job was that I was doing a gig in the Bloomsbury Theatre. It was a kind of an Irish comedy night. With the, I think it was Dylan Moran and Hartle. I think and somebody else, I can't remember. But uh, Graham and Arthur were in the audience. They came along to see it, I suppose, because it was an Irish night, comedy night. But they, they came up to me afterwards, and I didn't know who they were. They said they'd written a sitcom about priests on an island. I thought it sounded like a lot of shite. To <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I was contacted about two months later, and I kind of just went in for kind of, it was kind of an audition. I think they kind of had me penciled in anyway for the part. Because they'd seen my stand-up, you know. But um, so it was kind of an audition, but I think it was kind of okay. More or less, they just kind of wanted to make sure. I think you know. Did you say anything so in the audition? Like, yeah. Were you given the script beforehand? I was given the script. Yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I can't remember which bit I did. I remember the bit. I remember the bit where um, her father says, "So are you going to leave?" And I said, "Well, yeah, if there's a fire." And Jeffrey Perkins says, "That's what kind of uh, sealed it for him." When I said, "Yeah, well, if there's a fire." Very good. I will leave, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, the, the, that bit must have been in the in in the kind of audition bit, right? So yeah, I was, I was still I was basically doing stand up in London at the time. And had you done the Ben Elton show? Wasn't there a Ben Elton live comedy thing? I'd, I'd done the yeah yeah. He was the compare of the, it was called Friday Night Live. Yeah. Friday Night Live. And I, yeah, it was kind of like uh, for emerging stand ups. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose it's kind of the live live at the Apollo at the time, that kind of thing. I remember you were quite the name. I mean, there was only a few names in Irish comedy at the time. I mean, Kevin McAleer was quite a big name. Owen O'Neill had broken through a bit and Sean Hughes, but you were yeah. right there as well. Like, you'd quite a name. You used to play Andrew's yeah. Lane well, a I bit. Think, yeah, well, I think the thing was that it was uh, Kevin and myself appeared on Friday Night Live, so our names were kind of 
we were more sort of higher profile at the time, I think, because we because we'd been on Friday Night Live. You know, it was kind of sort of very kudos if you got on that at the time. You know, then I did a Clive Anderson talks back as well. I did a stand up spot on on his show as well. So yeah, it was going well for a while. But the problem was that I didn't really realise that. I think a lot of people thought because I was older that I probably had loads of material. But I was basically just starting, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had a kind of character, well, similar to Father Stoner, but it was yeah, you wore it wasn't a Mac, really a character. It? it was kind of like um, I suppose it was kind of like an extension of myself really i didn't i mean i still spoke in the same accent and i just put the mac on because i thought it would look uh, get a laugh when i walked on stage which it always did for some reason because it just looked a bit strange mm. you know but it, it was basically me i wasn't really playing a character as such kind of it was very very sort of low-key and kind of i would do a one-liner and then pause and then just stare at the audience <laughs> a, bit, a bit more upbeat than that now but uh yeah but it, it was basically me to a large extent but yeah, I think that's why, because it was mm-hmm. so sort of a downbeat, I think that's why they, the guys sort of thought it would suit the part of Father Stone, you know? Yeah, and I always think that one of the amazing things about Father Ted is their casting is, yeah, is yeah. incredible. I mean, they, they probably, same with our characters. Yeah, I, I'm quite like the character I played in many ways, and you are quite yeah, like yeah, Father Ted. Yeah, they're very clever. You know, yeah. we've travelled quite a bit, like, very clever. They'd picked up, they were very uh, observant. And they definitely picked up aspects of her personality. And I've travelled with you, Michael, and, you know, you're not a million miles from Fatherstone. You're not oh, Fatherstone. Yeah. You're very no, intelligent. No, 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 but, like, yeah, there would be silences in the car. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not Mr. Talkative, but, but, yeah, but no, means they, they obviously saw no. that, yeah. Um, so there is definitely an element of, 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 of Fatherstone to me, yeah. There's no doubt about that, yeah. I often wonder, did they, with the, with all three of us, did they see us first and go, Oh, that's an, I have an idea now for a character we could put in Father Ted, or did they have the character and then go, oh, who'd be so? It's, it's hard to it's know. A bit really. of both. I, mean, I, I, mm. I, I know that um, Arthur told me that he had an uncle who um, was was very like Father Stone. I think he used to visit them at Christmas and not say anything. You know, you know those sort of you know the uncle that never married that kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah that he uh, he's always invited yeah. for Christmas because people feel sorry for him. They were always uh, unaware that they were boring. They always they had no idea. If you said to them, you're very quiet. They wouldn't. They'd be shocked. No, 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 no. Indeed, no, they're just yeah, exactly. That's just the way they were. Yeah. And come here, Michael. When you got the part, you were fl- flown. Were you in London at the time? Yeah, I was living in London then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would have been flown over to to Clare to film the exterior shots then. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, I think yeah, yeah. We, we stayed in some hotel in Dublin for a night, and then we then then we drove down to uh, Clare. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Arthur and Graham and I think Dermot was in the. I don't think Arden was in the van. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure Dermot and Graham and Arthur were there. That was the first series when you all went in a van together, and by the second, by the third series, they were all in limos. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Dermot had yeah. a rented cottage, I think, that by the time I was doing it. He did. Did he? Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah he didn't um, even stay in the hotel. No. Mm. He did. Really, yeah, yeah. same with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I was just looking at the scene where, um, is it Father Jack jumps out the window? But I know I, uh, there's a few stunts done in Father mm. Ted. Do you remember the stunt man? On Father Ted. Yeah, well, that's what I was on. Yeah, well, I remember the thing was, I remember seeing this guy, he was in the van as well. And I, I couldn't figure out, nobody, nobody introduced me and I didn't know who he was. I just thought, you know, mm. 
uh, sort of the, he was the son of the driver or something. I didn't know because nobody said who he was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the actual they did the they did the actual stunt that I realised he actually had a purpose. Yeah, yeah. and that guy was famous <laughs> because he did the stunt in the film The Mission, where the fella is nailed is tied to a cross and falls off the waterfall. It's an incredible stunt. Oh really? And he'd yeah. done that before he did. So that was him. Yeah, it? that was him. Like no one else would do it. The, the the senior father Chad must have seemed fairly tame to him then compared Absolutely, to the mission. Yeah, yeah, he he was. <laughs> yeah, see, he's blown out the window or something, wasn't he? Of sort of, father Chad has a bit of a backdraft or something. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and you know when it's raining and the lightning strikes, did you get really mm. wet that day? We did actually. That was yeah. That was it. Was I can't remember whether they 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 used false rain or whether it was rainy, but we were pissed on you. Really, <laughs> it was. Uh, and it was cold as well, because it was, I think it was, it was January, I think, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was January when we filmed it. But it was certainly winter anyway. It was bloody freezing anyway. I remember that. Yeah, I think they did all the outside stuff in winter. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it certainly was. Yeah. It was when I did it. It was November. I think we filmed the outdoors, and then, do you know a funny thing? I yeah. did. I filmed the outdoor scenes. I had a big cold sore. I was really self-conscious. Mm. I had a bloody cold sore. It's a big thing, <laughs> and it went away, yeah. and then it came back. <laughs> For the studio. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just so cold I went away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, just, I, I remember it was particularly cold, yeah. So I, I can't remember. It was certainly winter. I think it was January. And do you remember the scene, you know, obviously the famous scene where you come in and uh, Father Ted's having a bath and you sit on the toilet. Uh, yeah. Did you actually take down your underpants for that scene? Um, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so, no. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I wasn't wearing any. This, it was the nineties. You could then <laughs> certainly. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, but that was the only scene that had to do. A, that was the only scene that had to take. A, they had to do a, a, another take because uh, I didn't know they were oh, yeah? the fart. Oh yeah, was there a fart? Yeah, there was. You can barely hear it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, you can barely. Hear. It's, it's not a big, loud, rasping fart, but you, it's kind of one of those sort of sneaky ones. Yeah. And, but I but I, I heard it and I, I smiled, so they had to do a, a retake. But that was the only time. That was the only scene. That was so the when they were in the studio the getting the fart, they wrote sneaky fart. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Must have, yeah. I think uh, I think the stunt man did all those farts. Stuntman did the farts. But just getting back though, I mean, uh, so months went by, and then you go back into the you know rehearsal studio then in London. Is that right? I don't. I don't think. I don't. I think it was all done in the same week. No, it was all the same week. Yeah, but you would have done three or four days of rehearsal and then gone into the studio. Is that right? I can't remember doing much rehearsals to be honest. Maybe because my stuff was so sort of <laughs> monosyllabic, I didn't have to do. Right. They decided I didn't need an awful lot of rehearsing. But I think it was only one day. Wow. I could yeah. be wrong. Yeah, I think. It, uh, yeah. As far as I remember, there was there was only one day of rehearsal, and then the rest they just they filmed it in the. It was, a, it was a, in Thames TV, I think, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, yeah, in the mm. South Bank, yeah. Mm. Huge oh, studio. On the river, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's right, yeah. I suppose, like, well, we were only saying that the other day, myself and Patrick, uh, to us at the time it was a week's work and we didn't think that 20 whatever years later we'd still be talking about it. Yeah, but you, you probably did more than me because, I mean, I was, it was the first series when I did it, so, I mean, there was no sense. It had never got, hadn't gone out on television, so... You know, you know, with, with any sitcom or any television program, you don't know until it goes out what the reaction is going to be. You know, so um, 
Did it happen immediately for you? Were you immediately recognised? Was it something that built? No, no, it took, it took, no, it took a while. No, no, it took a while. I think it would have been after it been sort of, I can't remember the exact time, but it certainly wasn't straight away because I think it was most, it was most sort of television appearances, unless you keep cropping up, people don't really recognise you. And because it was, uh, because the whole series was repeated so much, I think it was probably about three or four years before you know, people started really recognising me. Yeah. Certainly wasn't certainly wasn't instant by any means. Yeah, I mean, people you know who kind of knew me, you know, in the industry, and people who worked in comedy would have known all right. But as I mean, sort of as regards to the general public, I didn't really get uh, sort of started getting recognised in the street and that kind of thing or in pubs until it was about three or four years later. Was there a feeling when you were making it that it would probably just be a very minor hit, maybe a cult type show, very small? Yeah, yeah, not even. Not even I kind of wasn't even a sense of anything really. I just you just didn't know, you know. There was um, yeah. I mean, I mean, there was no, there was certainly no idea that it would be anything like it, it turned out to be. I remember Jeffrey Perkins though was very optimistic. He said he think he said I think this is going to be huge. But I thought it maybe that's just you know the producers just saying that kind of thing because they have to, you know. But he seemed to think that it was going to really hit the mark, you know. In terms of <laughs> he was right. He's an amazing man, Jeffrey Perkins. I think. I think there should be a statue to Jeffrey Perkins put up somewhere yeah. because yeah. he produced so much yeah. great comedy. He was involved in so many for all he through did, the, yeah. you know, yeah. all through that sort of alternative comedy era. Oh, yeah, he was, um, he was, he was, he was behind a lot of it, yeah, dude, yeah. Well, on that note, um, well, it's been great talking. I know. <laughs> I'm only joking. I can be, uh, but like, you know, I mean, um, it, it is just amazing how much uh, it has impacted, say, our lives, myself and Joe. It's almost on a daily basis. We talk about Father Ted. Someone recognises us yeah, Father yeah, Ted. Yeah. We are... Yeah, indeed, yeah, yeah. It's like we went to some industrial school I mean, that I mean, has just never gone away. And we, you know... I mean, I don't get that much of it anymore because, I mean, probably in Ireland it's even more. It's still, you know... I, I remember the last time we did the Kilkenny Comedy Festival. It was just... It was actually becoming fucking unbearable, you know? Mm. I literally couldn't walk down the street with... And they just, I mean, I don't mind, you know, stopping for a photograph and then that's grand cheers, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't fucking leave me alone. Wow. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. I suppose it was, so that's because it was, it was in the middle of a comedy festival as well, so there was kind of, it was more concentrated, you know? Yeah, I get it every day. One thing I found is that I, you know, bringing my kids to, say, clinics, or bring, going to a clinic myself yeah. for some procedure or even being in a solicitor's office yeah. and they're looking at you and all they're thinking <laughs> yeah, yeah. is there's your man from Father yeah, Ted. Yeah, they're yeah. thinking Blur Oasis yeah. or, uh, you know. Yeah, totally, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Is there a line that people would say to you? like? Yeah, they want, they want me to say, could you just, could you say I'm fine? That's amazing. Yeah, it is. So just crack up when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just two words, you know. <laughs> two words, yeah. They just they just crack up, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> but I mean, it's great. I mean, I'm not. Uh, some people think you know that you, it would piss you off that you sort of get recognised for. But I mean, I, I'm actually quite grateful. I mean, it's one of the best sitcoms of all time, and you're recognised as being one of the characters in it. You know. I think that's great. Yeah. I sort of take all the plaudits with with gratitude rather than, you know, being competed uh, off about it. I mean, apart from that time at Kilkenny where it was becoming a bit unbearable, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't get upset about it. You know, I wasn't getting antagonistic or anything, but I, I could have lived without it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's a nice level of fame, I think. 
Yeah, it is because it's not it's not, it's not unbearable. Yeah, exactly. You can go still go to a restaurant and without people hustling you. you know? It's not a lucrative level of fame. No, there's certainly not. That, no. <laughs> no, there'll be no yachts in the Mediterranean yeah. for us, I'm afraid. <laughs> Maybe work on them on. Yeah, them. exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was told I, I was on, pulled up at a petrol station to, to one day and mm. some fella recognised me. This is a while ago now. Yeah. He recognised me and then he looked at me car and he told me I should be driving around in a limo. But, uh, I was told on a, on a, on a <laughs> train. I got on a train, yeah. and he says, "I thought you'd be driving a Ferrari." <laughs> well, see, Ferrari. See, the thing is, they see they, 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 we were all only in one episode, but they it's, it's repeated. They, the public don't think, "Oh, that's the same episode." They just see you on television. <laughs> yeah, and, people are and, uh, yeah, really are. Well, it's also another story that um, I used to live in a block of flats, which are kind of high rise. They're kind of modern block of flats, but um. I was there for about 10 years, but my sons told me that this uh, this friend of theirs was on a bus that was passing by the block of flats where I live. And so there was these two women, two old women, and they were looking out and they said, they looked at the block of flats and said, the, the fellow the fellow from uh, Father Ted lives in the penthouse there, and apparently he's a cocaine addict. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, the penthouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's yeah, what they I was, want. I was just renting them. That's what they have. But, yeah, but I mean, that's, as you said, that's only, it's kind of like, it's a, with us, it's a very small level. But imagine what it is like if you are, you know, really, really famous and spotted yeah. all the time. It must that's be just like, unbearable. It's, it's, yeah, it's like they've been in a prison. You can't, you can't leave the house, I would imagine. But you'd yeah. have a big house not to leave. Like, at least... You would. You'd have a very big house. You'd have a very big house to hide mm. in. Yeah, exactly. And you'd have a penthouse, and you'd have your cocaine addict addiction. Yeah, as well. you, would, you could probably hire a cocaine addict <laughs> to live with you, so you wouldn't have to be addicted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. A, a stunt <laughs> cocaine addict. Yeah. <laughs> just going just to stand at the penthouse with my moustache. <laughs> well, surely the cocaine would get in your moustache. That would be yeah. a big problem. I'd, some, I'd say for <laughs> that's yeah, true. A lot yes. of waste. Yeah, that would be would be, be trouble. Trou- yeah, be a lot of uh, stored cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, could, I thought it was hilarious. Penthouse, and apparently he's a, co- a cocaine addict. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> he really came out of himself yeah. then. He wasn't so quiet now on the yeah. cocaine. Yeah, he started talking then. Yeah, had to take cocaine to talk. Yeah. Yeah. I had an uncle who was like that who only would a drink he just never said he said nothing like he would literally and I'd give him a drink and yeah. he couldn't shut him up hilarious and entertaining but he just took yeah, one yeah. drink yes yeah really that's bizarre yeah. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very strange <laughs> yeah I know people are people are weird yeah. probably including us I'd say oh, we God. are yeah Jeez. yeah Definitely. I wonder if I'm like Father Stone. But do you ever wonder you're th- you might be Father Stone? I, I wonder, like, are people go, oh, thank God he's gone. I think I worry <laughs> yeah, about it. They probably do, oh, yeah. They probably do, yeah. They're probably a bit scared to. Maybe that's why, not, not that many people come up to me, they're probably a bit terrified of. of <laughs> you come to him and talk to him and he just, he just, he just stare at me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. But we don't have the self awareness yeah. to realise we're like that. Like that, yeah. Oh, do you know, I just wanted to, one more thing. When, when, when I was on the set of Father Ted, I wanted to steal the painting. I thought it was the funniest thing. 
in the show. That painting of, of Father Stone. Yeah, and, and, and Ted together. Was just oh, which, 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 yeah, yeah. Brilliant. A lot of people, a lot of people have asked me for a copy of that, yeah. But I mean, I, I, I told them to write to Hattrick because I don't have one. But um, yeah, it is because my face. Someone took it, I think, on the last day. Or, but I, yeah. I, I, think, I think Hattrick still have one, have a copy of it, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah, because my, my face is about half the size. Of, yeah. I don't know. It's very funny though. I mean, my face is about half the size of his as well, isn't it? It's kind of it a, it's like a, it's brilliant, a, a kind of an aging kid or something. Or yeah, mm. it's very strange. <laughs> Oh, I love that. But, um, I touched it when I was over there. Mm. It was iconic. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was great. Yeah, I don't know who did it actually. I should I should have asked actually? But yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's a great, great drawing. I love the way they put it up though. For from for, from then on, from it was then up on, on the wall. It was there, yeah, yeah. Oh, was it? I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't yeah, with John F. There. Kennedy and the Pope. Oh, was it? I didn't realise that. <laughs> so you were actually in every episode after that. Yeah, you should have got paid for was. that. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But apparently, yeah, apparently they were going to put me in another episode, but uh, Jeffrey Perkins said no, apparently. I think, it's kind of, I think he felt it had been done. Kind of. Oh, uh, he's gone down in my estimation now. <laughs> yeah, I probably suppose. Uh, did you? I always, when, when the, that's, uh, I was in the second uh, season. And uh, everyone kept saying, "Oh, they'll definitely bring you back." Uh, are you, you know, all this kind of stuff. That... Yeah, I suppose. I mean, they, you know, I suppose the thing is that it, it, because the even each of our episodes, anyway, the kind of the episode was written around our character, wasn't it? Really, so it had kind of been done. Yeah. Really, how, how you know, I don't know. It could have, it could have, could you brought us all back for a sort of little cameo, oh, I suppose, well, or something actually, like that. I was but, in the airplane. Uh, actually, Father Damo was in the airplane without saying anything. It didn't was say he, anything. Yeah. Just sat there. Oh, I see. I, just, yeah. just there. Yeah. I think, uh, and you got you got a good thirty-five quid for that, did you? Uh, they flew me over for that, actually. Did they? They did actually fly me over. I, yeah, I know. They yeah. flew you over to sit in a plane and say nothing. Yes, uh, unbelievable. They were very nice. Jesus, yeah. And uh, I then they asked mm. me to do the warm-up for it once, and I didn't want to do that because I, I mm. saw how hard it was to do mm. the warm-up. There was two comedians that... Eddie Bannon used to do it. Yeah. When I did it, well, Eddie Bannon did that. Yeah. Well, there was two, a double act doing it when I was doing mine, and they were having a really hard time. That's right. There was an English double act did it when I, yeah, an English double act did it when I did mine, yeah. I forget their name. I, I mean, I, I knew them from the circuit because I worked at the London circuit then. I can't remember. They, did, they sort of didn't last for long, but they were quite good. I can't remember what they were called. I mean, they were good, but they were... Str- they were I find it difficult. And then all oh, Der- um, Dermot Morgan could just say one word and he'd get a big laugh. Oh. You know. This is what I wondered about yeah. with Michael. Like when I was on it in the third series, it was huge. So I got rehearsed all week and all the people right. in the room were laughing at the lines I said. And, you know, they were laughing and they knew Ardell yeah. and they knew Dermot and it was fine. They were getting laughs as well. But like, you know, yeah, I was yeah. fresh or whatever. Went into the studio and said it and yeah. I'd get a titter. And then they'd get a huge laugh. Like it was a yeah. wave. It must have been different yeah, for yeah. you. Oh, must, yeah, because yeah. they didn't know who Dougal was or Ted. It was just like the situation was funny. Yeah, but, yeah, but, I, but I remember thinking, yeah, but I, I remember saying to Hartle after, after we'd come off the filming, I said, Jesus, they, didn't, they weren't laughing very much, were they? And, <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't getting much from the studio audience at all from what I remember. As you say also, I mean, Dermot and Hartle and Frank Kelly and... Pauline. They wouldn't. They weren't Pauline McLean. They were. They wouldn't yeah. have been known then, as you say, because it was the first. Yeah, series, they were dressed so. up as the characters in the in the audience. It was like that scene in uh, uh, the extras, you know, where everyone's dressed up as the Ricky Gervais character in the thing. It was like that. Yeah, and I think uh, I heard 
uh, Arthur say anyway maybe that could be misquoting him but he said that so quite often the really good joke the jokes they really loved in the series they would, weren't getting the big laughs on mm. the night yeah but anyway it's often the way it's like you, 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 you boys know doing stand up sometimes you think you've written something you think that's going to be marvellous and you've, then you you get nothing and then you've written something else which you think is okay and then it storms it yeah. no 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 mine are all you'll just get the big laughs all is I, that's because <laughs> all of your stuff is brilliant yeah. <laughs> the whole 10 minutes of it <laughs> for 20 years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well listen uh, Michael it was that nice chatting yeah good, good to speak to you lads as well good, yeah good nice to talking to you thanks Michael, Michael. good that to hear brilliant. from you see ya thank you let's start talking to Thanks a million, Michael Redmond, there for the chat. And now back to the episode. He's unrelenting. <laughs> Father Stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's the brilliant scene now with the uh, yeah. with the toilet. One of the funniest scenes in the whole thing. It's amazing. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> that is amazing. That oh, cut where he's good. just standing there looking. Yeah, yeah. It's like something out of The Omen or The Shining it or is. something. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And then to think he's going to yeah. just have a wee. And yeah, yeah. I, I, the character doesn't think there's anything wrong no, with this. No, Father Stone doesn't think. Yeah, yeah. It was very well done. I didn't realise he farted. No. I couldn't dete- detect that. No. No. Something about this episode that always it confused me was that the fact that there's a hospital on the island. And if you've ever been to the Aran Islands or whatever, there's nothing no. like a hospital. No. There's barely a hospital in Ireland you're lucky to have a hospital within 50 miles of you in rural Ireland. Like, they're yeah. just light years away. And, you know, loads of the rural hospitals have closed down. You have to go to Galway or somewhere if you're there. And yet there's a hospital on Craig Island. Yeah. There wouldn't have been, of course. There You'd absolutely have wouldn't have been. You'd and been trolleys. And, I, no. you know, all these machines, equipment. <laughs> and there's never a problem with the ferry or anything. Like, they never see you never see that on Father's Head. Mm. The ferry crossing over the Iron Islands is horrific. You're well, churned around like a washing machine. Well, as we, as uh, Michael Redmond, yeah, uh, we, we were saying, got very sick on the ferry over to Inish Ear. That's right. Yeah, people drive over. They suddenly turn up in the car. Like certainly, I I did. You know, just drove to the. I mean, how did the uh, uh, limo get to the island? Oh right. Yeah, um, never think of that. Yeah, no. it's kind of ruining yeah, it for me now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'd say maybe it's like Akal Island and there's a bridge over. Oh, maybe, yeah. But it is a place, obviously, where priests are, who have done wrong have, are banished to. Yes. As the 90s progressed, I'd say Craggy Island probably had a, <laughs> a community of, of 50 priests <laughs> be transferred over. <laughs> the shit hadn't really hit the fan at that time. No, I, I think maybe that, oh, you, you know, Brendan Smith, I think it was probably 93 or something, but it, it came in a torrent after that. Bishop only, Casey was before that because yeah. it's mentioned in the yeah with yeah. the next episode we'll yeah where that, yeah. it's got a child yeah yeah um, but that was all and we thought that was awful oh just a, no, a man with a a child out of wedlock you know Bishop having a kid uh, yeah. obviously out of wedlock it's nothing now it's nothing that was the good bits were, <laughs> that was healthy behaviour yeah. and then whatever came after Jimmy Mac yeah there's, there's Arthur. Arthur Matthews Arthur Matthews yeah very very good comic actor he was ah, brilliant amazing loads of uh, cameos in Father's yeah. Day but also in other things and you know yeah. Alan Partridge and others brilliant actor brilliant. I don't I know, know why he didn't better actor than a lot of comedians that do, who were in it you know <laughs> I don't know why he didn't do more he should have done more I yeah. love the party gear they're wearing it's that's brilliant, brilliant. yeah yeah. 
And the idea of priests having and a then, party. And then <laughs> they're just dying to go. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Something I didn't uh, get on, and we could talk about it again, was that the, the, the fifth member of the Father Ted cast, for me, was the set. Right, right, it was amazing because yeah. you. Uh, I don't know if it was so iconic when you were on it, but when I was on it, I'd been rehearsing all week in London, and I hadn't. It was all abstract le- rehearsing, and then yeah. when I got into the studio and I saw the set, yeah. it's like being in the Vatican or Mecca or something. The set was amazing. Yeah, it was. There's detail in it. Oh, it was unbelievable. Like it was a lot, a lot, a lot of houses we like. Certainly, I grew up and we had the same. We had the we had the uh, John F. Kennedy plate. Yeah, the, several popes. We had Pope Pius, Pope John Twenty Third. Pope Paul, yeah. Then John Paul the two, John Paul two. We had yeah. all the popes and every all the religious images and and various. Pope pictures John F. Around. Kennedy, yeah, it's actually on the cover of the first Pogues album as well. They're in front of a a picture of John F. Kennedy and the Pope. Yeah, is in every house. That's right. Here we are at the crazy golf. Yeah. So that must was probably fake rain. Right. That's what they always do. It would have been fake real rain. Real rain doesn't show. No. On camera. No, it doesn't. Actually, funny enough, I did crazy golf down in Dungarvan, and I was followed around by loads of kids because they they recognised Father Demo. Oh. I was followed around a crazy yeah. golf course. So there he is, struck by lightning. Yeah, cut to a hospital. A hospital on Craggy Island. Yeah, yeah. We, I'd never thought of that. Yeah, Patrick, that's amazing. Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah. Uh, you know, nowadays it, that would be forcing the cutbacks. Like certainly, Fianna Fáil would have just got rid of that <laughs> straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, that wouldn't be uh, no. Uh, but even no, be, you, you need know. to centralise. They'd be saying, "Come on, yeah." And on the nurse and everything. Yeah, I know nurses and doctors and hold on, just ICU little units. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then we get uh, John and Mary in again. They got it. They must get loads of uh, money of residuals. They yeah, must be loaded. So many they must episodes. be going around in limos. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Separate ones, obviously, because they don't get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit like a lot of famous bands. You've been listening to Talking Ted. Thank you to Michael Redmond for talking to us. And for not just sitting there and being silent. This show is a part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. To support the show and for bonus content and lots more, you can become a member of Headstuff Plus. Go to Headstuff Podcasts. Part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.